Who's ready for the word this morning? I'm ready to preach this word. Genesis chapter 1, I need your help this morning. I've got help on the keys today. I'm drinking hot tea. I'm part of the sick crew. I'm, uh, I, don't think I, I don't have anything contagious. My throat uh, it just will not cooperate with me. So pray for me and help me preach this morning. Can somebody say amen? Can someone say hallelujah? Can someone say, say that again? All right, those are the three. If you can do those, oh, it's going to be a great, great day. I feel it. I got somebody on the keys helping me back there. It's going to be a great day. Genesis chapter 1. Um, I'm going to read a lot of this uh, chapter just to get the point of cross. So follow me. I'm going to be getting verse 3. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that... It was good. Say, it was good. It was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God, thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament and the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. Someone say, it was so. It was so. so. And God called the firmament heaven, and so the evening and the morning were the second day. And in verse 9, then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth and gathering together of the waters, he called seas. And God said, it was good. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, <clears throat> whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God said that it was good. So that evening and the morning were the third day. Then in verse 16, God, then God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. And God said, God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give the light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was Good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said in verse 20, God said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created, uh, God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was Good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. So that evening and the morning were the fifth day. And in verse 24, then God said, 
Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth, everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. In verse 28, on the sixth day, he also created male and female. And on the verse 28, it says, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on this earth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, God, for what you did first service, Lord. And we, and we, and we praise you in advance for what you are about to do in this place right now, God. Lord, I pray every distraction every hindrance, every assignment of the enemy that is in this room, it is broken. It will not have root in this place. It has no place here today. So right now, we take authority over this place, and this is going to be a birthing place today. This is a place of sound today. This is a place where something is going to be released to someone in this room that is going to revolutionize their life today. So right now, Lord, we come ready for this word. Let us lay all hindrances aside and may this word fall on the soil of our soul today and let it take root like never before. We thank you in advance and the church said amen. Amen and amen. Do you see what God is doing here in these few verses? Not only is he creating but he, uh, but he is creating and then stepping back and it's almost like he is praising himself because really there was no one there to lift some praise. You see what I'm saying today? He likes the praises of his people. He would, he would create things and then kind of step back and he was like, man, that is good. It's like he was kind of praising himself. Have you ever made a cake or a special dish and you tried a little bit of it before anybody else got to it and you were in the kitchen all by yourself and you just look at yourself like mm, that is good you did so good sometimes you just got to praise yourself sometimes you ever been there you just got to give you you got to pat yourself on the back this is kind of like what God was doing he was creating then stepping back and saying "Woo, that is good you are a good God he would create and then he would say it was good or in other words he would bless it he creates and then he would bless he would create and then he would bless it see when reading this scripture one thing really sticks out to me when reading and looking at the similarities of all of these scriptures and, and the similarities and the differences of each and every single day because it is at some point during every day of creation God is saying that it, it, it is good he, he, he in every day of creation he is blessing him every day except for one day All, every day except for day number two for some reason the day that he creates what is called the firmament um, he, he doesn't step back and say it's good and then blesses it somebody say day two, day two. come on everybody day two, day two. and now say firmament 
We'll get there in just a moment. But I want that to stick out in your mind and stick out in your notes that every day he is creating and blessing except for day number two when he's creating this thing called firmament. But he would create and bless, create and bless. See, there is a difference from when you were made and when you were created. Can somebody say amen? There's a difference from when you were made and when you were created. See, the word make means to take something from a substance and make something else. It's kind of like when you make the cake we just talked about. You get the flour and you get all of your ingredients, these individual things, and you get them together and you make the cake. See, God made you a body. He reached down into the dust to create Adam, the first being. This body is flesh. This body is not only flesh, but it is temporary. It is a temporary holding zone for the real you. Can somebody say, praise the Lord? Look at yourself and say, thank God this is not the real me. It's just a holding zone for the real you. That's somewhat, somebody should shout right there. I should take up offering right there. See, it keeps you, this, this thing called a body keeps you while you fulfill your call. This thing called your house, your body, it just keeps you while you're fulfilling his will. It just keeps you while you're on your assignments on earth. Can somebody thank God for that? It's just temporary. See, the Bible says that you were created in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the earth. Hmm. You were created in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the earth. Christ means, Jesus Christ means the anointing or the anointed one. So in other words, if I was created in Christ Jesus, I was created in the anointing long before God ever said, let there be light. That's pretty good. I was created in the anointing long before God ever said, let there be light. See, the word create means to be made from nothing, to be made from nothing. In other words, the, the, the real you was not created when your parents got together. No, 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 no. The real you was created in the heavens before the foundations of the world. Why do we, why do we, uh, why do we support uh, the, the unborn child? Why do we do that? Because they were created in the heavens long before the foundations of the earth. Look at your neighbor and smile big and just say, I told you I was from heaven. I told you I was from heaven. You were created in the heavenlies long before the foundations of this earth. See, your body is just a house. Your body is just a house. We all have a house. Some of us have a short house. Some of us have a tall house. Some of us have a white house. Some of us have a brown house. Some of us have a black house. Some of you think you've got a brick house, thinking you're mighty mighty because you're letting it all hang out. But whatever house that you may have, whatever house you have, it, it, it's just a hosting place. It's just, it's just hosting the real you. See, there are a lot of people that have not even seen the real you. Mm. They've seen your house, but they've not seen what's inside of your house. See, there's a lot of people, they've never seen the real you. They've seen your house, but they've not seen what you are preserving on the inside. They've seen your decor, but they don't know what jewels you have on, on the inside. See, they've seen the other way that people have painted your house. They've seen the labels and all of those things, but they don't know how what your true colors are inside. Look at your name and say, you don't know me. You don't know me. See, you may know what I look like but you have no idea what gifts that are just waiting to be released from my spirit yes, amen. Amen. you have no idea 
You have no idea. See, when God wants something, you need to get this today. When God wants something, he doesn't speak to what is. Mm. He speaks to what is holding it back. Mm. That was good. He doesn't speak to what is. He speaks to what is holding it back and commands that thing that is holding it back to turn it loose. See, he did not say, let there be beans, cucumbers, tomatoes, and apples and peaches. No, no. He just said, let the earth bring it forth. He was telling the thing that was holding it back just to let it go. Why? Because everything uh, was already inside of earth that was needed. It was just waiting for a word. It was just waiting for the word word of God to, so it can let it go and come forth. He did not call every fish by name, the bass, the trout, the catfish, the halibut. No, he just spoke to what was holding it. The word said that he said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures. Why? Because all living things just need a word spoken into it every once in a while to release the thing that God has put inside of it. Somebody better praise the Lord when we in this place today. You, you got to help me out. I don't think he's got sound or something. Somebody's got to help me out. I need help. I need help, somebody. I just feel like something's about to break loose, and I need somebody to help me break it loose. Because why? Because there's a sound. There is a sound that needs to be released. Everything is just waiting for the sound. Every living creature is just waiting for the word to be released. See, guess what? There are people that you work with that annoy you, that has something inside of them just waiting for a sound. Some of you are about to eat Thanksgiving dinner with some of the most annoying people in your life. Woo. But there is something inside of them that all it needs is a word to transform their life. See, every living creature, there is something inside of us that God, when God releases a sound, it can transform us. Why? Because all living things just need a word spoken into them to that thing that's been holding them back so they can be released into greater things. Can somebody say amen? See, whenever you get this revelation in your spirit, it will revolutionize the way you view yourself. Everything, see, everything that you will ever needed was placed inside of you when you were created in the heavens. Everything that you ever needed was already inside of you. There are gifts that were placed inside of you. There were dreams that were placed inside of you. There was anointing that was placed inside of you. There's different methods of releasing all of these things like education and relationships and practice but everything you need to fulfill your destiny, it's inside of you since before the foundations of the earth. The thing about it is, it it's just waiting on somebody to tell what is holding it back to let it go. Mm. It's just waiting on a word. It's just waiting on a sound to let it go. See, you must get this before you leave today. You got to get this before you leave today. What was the first thing that God created? The word says that God spoke and said, let there be light. And most people, I would, before I was really reading this and going through this message, I would say that, that, that the first thing that God created was light. But no, I really don't think it was light. I think the first thing that he created was sound. Oh, I think the first thing that he created was sound because the word said that he 
spoke. What he did of a moment, he just spoke and he created this thing called sound. And from that very moment, as soon as he started to speak, as soon as, as soon as he released sound from his mouth, everything responded to sound. Everything responded to the voice of God. That is the power of sound, somebody. Can somebody say amen? That is the power of sound this morning. See, I have heard it said that everything with a significant power has a significant sound. Mm. Everything with a significant power has a significant sound. Think about a train. There is significant power that, that, that is pulling that load in that engine. It comes with a significant sound. And this sound can be heard miles before it reaches its destination. When a tornado passes over your home, if you've ever heard anyone talking about the tornado that passed over, they always refer to the what? The sound of how it sounded. When a lion, you know, the king, the power of the jungle, whenever he releases a roar, it comes with great power. It is a great sound. See, there is no significant power that is not accompanied by a significant sound. Hmm. Whew. There is no significant power that is not accompanied by a significant sound. If that is true, the question that we are asking today, if there is no power that is accompanied by a significant sound, if you don't have power, you don't have a sound, then the question is, why are churches so quiet? Like that. Why are churches so quiet? Hmm. I'm going to preach till somebody preaches this thing with me today because I am ready to let it go. Why is the church so quiet? Why? Thank you. Because, because there is no significant power that is not accompanied by significant sound, then why are churches so quiet? The fact is, when something starts to lose its sound, it actually starts to lose its power. The devil's first goal with you is for you to lose your sound. He wants you to get so depressed that you can't worship. He wants you to get so isolated that you've got nobody to testify to. But I came to tell a soul today in the spirit that when the sound goes up, the power goes up. When the sound goes up, the power goes up. When, see, because you've been a quiet praiser long enough. You've been a long praiser long enough. You've been, a, you, you, you've been in your closet. You've been a closet worshiper for long enough. God is ready for a church to be loud and powerful and start opening up their mouth and release things that are just waiting for a sound. Tell your neighbor, get your shout back. Get your shout back. If you don't shout, I'm going to shout for you because we've got too much power to be quiet. Whew. The church. Why is the church so quiet? Watch this. On the earth, get this. On the earth, we see the evidence, then we shout. We see it, then we shout. We see the lost person come to Christ, then we shout. We see God pay our bills, then we shout. We see God answer the prayer, then we shout. But watch this. But in the spirit, 
The sound goes before the evidence. Hmm. In the spirit, the sound goes before the evidence. See, even Christians have this backwards because we think this sound and praise is a thank you for what God has already done. No, 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 brothers and sisters. Sound is actually a welcome mat for what is about to happen because Elijah said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain before he ever saw a drop. The walls of Jericho did not fall before the sound. No, they just had to stand there and shout when the walls were before them. The bones on the dry valley did not come together and then Ezekiel started praising no 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 no. several times in the word while the bones were still scattered on the ground God said to him prophesy to them speak to them make a sound over them release a sound to the bones there was a what from heaven there was a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind and then cloven tongues of fire set upon them and then they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Guess what? The Holy Ghost was following a sound on the day of Pentecost and the same Holy Spirit is looking for a sound to follow today. Woo! Somebody should shout with me. I don't know where I'm at right now. I need you somebody to shout with me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is going out throughout the earth. He is looking for a sound. He is looking for a church that is raising up some praise just so he can sit down on it and bless them. The same spirit that blew into that room, it followed a sound. And that same Holy Spirit is seeking a church with a sound. Oh God, may Legacy Church release a sound of heaven. May we be a church that is releasing sound for the Holy Spirit just to follow and sit on us. The Word says, that he inhabits the praises of his people. In other words, he lives for the praises. He lives for, his presence grows, his presence swells. He lives in the praise. All the sounds that we release, every time as the sound grows, his presence grows. As the sound gets bigger, his presence gets bigger. In other words, he lives in the sounds that are released. Why does it feel that church is not moving, that that, that the churches are not moving, that God is not moving in churches all across America because those are the same churches that are not releasing sounds. How can you tell a church is dead? Walk into it and just listen. Mm. Just listen. Walk into I can walk into any church today and I don't care it may be packed out but it, it can still be dead. I'm going to praise the Lord myself. I just feel like something is about to break loose in my soul today. I just feel it. You can sit there and look at me all you want to. I just feel like something's about to break loose in my spirit today because I can walk into any church. It may be full of people, but guess what? The cemetery is full of people and they're all dead. Guess what? A church can be full of people and it can be all dead. You want to know how much power a church has? You just walk in during worship and you listen. Mm. I'm not talking about financial power. 
I'm not talking about the power to go buy big buildings. I'm talking about the power to, 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 to tell cancer cells you've got to go and people are healed. That's what kind of power I'm talking about. I'm not talking about political power. I don't care. I don't care if governor so-and-so comes to your church. I don't care if commissioner so-and-so goes to your church. That's great. That's wonderful. But guess what? If they don't have any power of the spirit, oh God, somebody better get with me today. I don't care who you voted for, but guess what? If you want to know who's got some power, you just listen to their voice during worship. That's who's got some power. Sorry if you're here, Mr. Mayor. We love you. He lives for your presence. Why are so many churches dead? Because they've, they've lost their sound. See, in other words, you control where his presence takes root. That's a challenge. You control where his presence takes root. In other words... You want just a little bit of God? Give just a little bit of praise. If you want just a little woo, Sunday morning, just give a little woo, Sunday morning and keep going on your way. But if you want something big in your life, if you've got a big mountain standing in front of you, you better release a big praise that matches your mountain because whenever you want something big, God is looking for some big praise. He's looking for a big sound. See, God help me right here. You determine how much God that you experience. Woo. See, you thought it was me. <laughs> you thought it was how much I was going to study. You thought it was where I got this sermon from. No, no. See, you determine how much God you experience. See, it's so easy on our way to church. How many Sunday mornings? It's so easy to say, man, I hope it's a, I hope it's a good service today. I hope, I hope he's bringing a word today. I really need some. Don't raise your hand if you said it this morning. But it's so easy to say, man, I sure do hope it's a good today. The fact of the matter is that you determine how the service will go. Woo! You determine. Your sound will determine how every service will go. Whenever you release a sound of revival, revival will happen. Whenever you release a sound of the kingdom, the kingdom will take place. But if you release a, a sound of death, death happens. You determine how the service will go because guess what? God has never had a bad service. Huh. He always shows up. He's just looking for a church to make some noise. He's just looking for a church. Where is it? So I can come and dwell in their presence. He's looking. I've got to close with this. Ben, help me out. I don't know if my throat can hold it. I'm getting too happy today. During the days of creation, God would create... <laughs> Then bless. Create. Then bless. Every day, create. Then bless. Except for what? Day number what? Two. It's not spelled out why this is so. But it just happened to be the day that the firmament, huh, that the firmament was created. Hmm. Firmament. In the original text, firmament means sky. 
the airspace, the firmament. When discussing heaven and reading about heaven, you will often hear there are three heavens. And the first level of heaven is referred to as earth, where what we are on. This is this is earth heaven, level one. And then level two is the sky or the firmament. And then level three is actually the heaven of heavens where God resides. Help me, Jesus. Follow me this morning. Why would he not step back and bless the day that he created the firmament? The second heaven, it just says, it was so. Why, God? Help me, Lord. See, what we do know about the sky, what we do know about the air, what we do know about the firmament, one thing that we do know is that why? Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Mm. Woo. Satan is the prince of the power of the firmament. Oh, dear God. He's the prince of the power of the air. Could it be that God, with his ability to see through time, was not going to bless something where the evil was going to reside? Mm. God, help me. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Do you want to know why sound is so important today for your victory, even today? Number one is that God is still on the throne. Is that all the sound we can make for that? God is still on the throne. And the second fact is, Satan is still the prince of the power of the air. See, this may rock some of your theology, but Revelation says that hell is on reserve for the devil. In other words, he doesn't live there. Where is he at? He is in the firmament of the air. He is in the air. He is in the air. That may rock some of your theology, but it's in the scripture. All of a sudden, guess what? Help me today, Lord. Uh, do you want, Do you know how sound travels? It travels in sound waves. Do you want to know how sound waves are transported? They are transported through the air. They are transported through the firmament moment. Somebody needs to get this in your spirit today. How is sound travels? It travels on sound waves. How is it transported? It's transported through the firmament. In other words, it's transported through the territory of Satan. Do you want to know why you should be making a noise for the kingdom? Because every time you shout, it fills up the territory of the prince of the air. And he can't stand it when you get in his space. Woo! Get this, when a jet breaks the sound barrier, mm, it's the fact that sound waves traveling through the firmament are at such a volume and speed that the sound that we hear, that sound barrier being broken by a jet, it is the sound waves and what happens when it breaks the sound barrier, dear God, is that those sound waves are moving at such a speed through the firmament that when that sound that you hear 
It is sound waves that are breaking apart particles in the firmament. It is ripping apart the firmament. Somebody needs to shout with me today. Do you understand what I'm saying? The church needs to break some new sound barriers. Why? Because every time we shout, we are shredding the territory of Satan. You need to release a noise because you are invading the firmament of Satan today. Can somebody get up on their feet with me today and invade the firmament of Satan in this house? Release something over this city. Release sound in this place today like you are invading the firmament of the enemy. Release it. Come on. Release it today. Release it today. Release it today. We're singing this song today.